Hey everybody, welcome to season two of Strictly for My New Gods, N-E-G-U-S, because when I see you, I see the God in you, and we are stripping away all low vibrational frequencies, and we are rising above and becoming our highest self. So today's episode, as you guessed it, is all about spirit, and who else and who better to be a part of my podcast than my sister, <laughs> aka, well, no, she's my mom, but she, everybody always thinks that she's my sister because she's so young and beautiful and vibrant. And I am so excited, excited, so excited for you guys to meet her. So, mom, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Katrina, better known as Miss Katrina, Brianna's mom. <laughs> Okay, and my mom is a teacher. She's been a teacher for like the past. Uh, excuse me, I am an instructional coach. Oh. Which means I teach teachers. Thank you. <laughs> I apologize, mom. Yeah, she is an instructional coach and she's awesome at what she does. And my mom, she started her spiritual journey first. She was actually the first person in our family to start the spiritual journey. And at first, you know, we kind of just thought she was tripping. Until, <laughs> until, you know, I started to research and tap in more. Um, and it was, it's weird for me to see because I remember, because we're all from Baltimore. And so I remember training from Baltimore and this spiritual journey that my mom has been on, it has transformed her in and out. And you can see just the glow in her. What you trying to say? I'm just saying it transformed you. I know. It brought out the beauty in you, even though you already had a beautiful soul. You know, but this it just brought it out more because you it seems like you're more connected to source. And so um I I just wanted to bring you on the podcast so that you could let my listeners know um how important um having a spiritual connection with source is. And my mom is a master manifester. Okay, a master manifester. So okay. I'm to be able to give you guys her tips and secrets. And I just wanted you guys to be able to absorb some of the wisdom that I've been able to absorb for years. And so she's my mother, and I am so excited to be able to share her with you guys. So. Okay. Well, thank you, daughter, for that introduction, daughter slash sister. Thank you so much. Um, actually, my spiritual journey began with a question. You know how you become a robot each day, robot meaning you're doing the same thing. I wake up at the same time, I go to the same job, I travel the same road, I see the same people. Year after year after year, I ask God a question. Why are we here? I know that I am not here to be a robot, to live every day doing the exact same thing. I might get some money. I might not get some money. We was told as children, if you go to church and pray, you can get anything that you want. But guess what? We all pray and we all don't get what we want. So really I had to push buttons and look outside of what society is teaching or has taught us that God is outside of us, that we must pray to someone in the sky to get what we want or to live a life of happiness because ultimately we all just want 
to be happy. That's all we want in life is to be happy. And everyone's definition of happiness is different. That's why we were all created differently with different ideas. But I had to go back and really search and start looking at videos. And by the way, um, Abraham is an excellent person that I listened to, started listening to on YouTube. And I started to question. Abraham. Yeah, a, is, she's Esther Hicks. Uh, is her name, but she goes by Abraham, and she is the soul talking. She is not a, she is a human being, but she can manifest her soul. And her soul has taught us that what same thing Jesus said, that God is within you. The biggest lesson that I've learned, you don't have to go to church. You don't have to have anybody pray for you. You don't have to get on your knees. You don't have to uh, fast. You don't have to pray five days of the week. You don't have to do any of those things. All you have to do is believe in yourself. The biggest enemy that you have is you. So that's what I've learned. And learning that means to stop and look at yourself, but really look at yourself. And so I chose to be vulnerable and take off all my clothes, yes, and just look at myself in the mirror naked and say what it is. First, I had to start with, what do I like about myself? Because the images that we see on TV and all the things that people like, long hair, uh, big derriers, all of those things, you have to be this and that. We compare ourselves to that. But I wasn't that, I'm not that. And I don't wanna change myself for anyone. So I had to start with what do I like about me? And I started with my eyes. I didn't look down below ladies, you know what I mean? So I started there and then I started to look at other things that I loved about myself, my qualities, because you can't love another if you don't love yourself. Um, that's the biggest thing that I've learned. And loving myself came with a lot of aha moments. Like I'm in the same situation, same relationship, but it's a different person. What is the common factor? It is me. I had to stop blaming other people for things that they were doing to me. I had to realize that I was doing that to me. And that it's a big journey that you have to face. Can you like the hardest thing. So what does that mean that I am doing that to me? It's not anyone else, it's me. So what does that mean? So for example, let's say in a relationship, okay? Because we all have relationships. I always ended up with the outcome being you're mean, you, you're this, you're not that, you, you this, uh, I don't like you, uh, or being cheated on and all those things. Of course, you're gonna blame the other person because you don't look at yourself. And I'm saying, wait a minute, now this has happened again the third time. I can't always be getting dogs all the time. I know, roof, roof. Really, what is the common factor? Yes, it is me. And I really had to listen to what they were saying. All of them were saying the same thing. I said, well, maybe I am mean. Why? Because I was mean to myself. I didn't understand what they meant because I was mean to myself. 
meaning I didn't take myself out. I, I wasn't getting my nails done. I, I helped everybody. I was a mother, a teacher, a sister, giving myself to others and not giving myself to me. Mm. Yes. I love and that. I stopped and realized that, hey, I need to give love to me first before I can give it out and change and give it to others. I love that. Biggest aha. Stop blaming others. They are just a portal, a mirror for how you feel about yourself. I love that. And you know, my mom, she goes all around um, her county and she spreads this message of self-love with thousands of people and they all do it so well. And the delivery that you have it in is such a great package. So can you tell us about the importance of self-love and forgiveness and letting okay. go? Self-love is forgiveness. Yes, I'm sorry to cut you off, but self-love is forgiveness. What I had to start doing once I started looking at myself and the situations that I was in, of course, let's say we all work or go to school. There are people there that you do not get along with. So I had to start looking at, well, what is it that I don't like about them? Whatever I didn't like about them is what I didn't like about myself. Mm. So when you talk about someone, say, hey, she fat, she mean, she that is what I believed about myself. So whatever you say about another person, look in the mirror because that is what you're saying about yourself. Once mm. I started loving myself, meaning I stopped saying those things about myself. I do affirmations. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am needed. I am important. Then it went away. I did not, I did not have any problems with anyone else. Now, of course, this journey took about a year because I really had to look at all the interactions, especially bad interactions that I had with people. Like, why was she so rude to me? Oh, I had to learn the lesson. The lesson is that I had to let go of being mean. And when I say mean, that black woman's evil syndrome, don't say anything to a black woman or she'll be mean. Or we don't leave tips for waiters or, or those things. So what I really started doing is being compassionate, putting myself in the other person's position to see what it is that I did to offend them. And I had to really humble. You have to humble yourself and ask yourself, what would Jesus do in this situation? And I started to see the God in people once it, I started to see it in myself. You will not see the God in people unless you see it in yourself first. So why is it important to forgive and when things, when people do us wrong, why is it important to let go? You forgive so that your heart can be free and so that you can be happy. You do not forgive for the other person. You forgive for yourself and release that karma because you don't want to continuously hold that karma. And you can write a letter to yourself or to them. You don't have to give it to them. I forgive you. I forgive you for saying those things. And I forgive you, you for treating me this way. Because I, I've written letters to people and I had to restart because right. my mind just kept going to the cussing them out. Right. But what you have to do is flip the letter. Don't write everything you forgive them for. Write what they taught you. 
I thank you for being in my life, teaching me the lesson that I need to love myself more, that I need to let go of arguing. I need to let go of looking at my body as if I'm fat. I need to let go of all of the things that I don't like about you. I need to let that go and just see why I liked you in the first place. I liked you because we were friends. Let me go back to that friendship when we first met. And that is seeing the God in a person and letting go of everything else because tomorrow is promised to no one. And I'm not gonna leave this earth hating anyone. And you always ask yourself this question in every situation, what would Jesus do? Yes, and anger is such a low vibrating frequency. The more you hold on to it, the more you hold yourself back and you hold yourself down. So that moment that you're able to let go and forgive those people that have done you wrong, God will always bless you. Amen. And it has happened to me repeatedly. Um, the law of attraction, as we all heard, they don't go a step further. It's not just about visualizing and it coming true. No, you have to do the work first. You have to let go of all of the hate. You have to love your family those aunts or uncles you don't talk to, let go. You don't need to call them and, and all of that stuff, but you just forgive them. If they call you, hey, I love you. I love you because I love myself. I'm not lying anymore because I love me. If you truly love yourself, you will love them. And forgiveness is the number one thing you must do. I've sat one day and just wrote everybody in my life who did not like me or I did not like and I forgave every one of them and cried it all out and it was released and that's when your manifestations start to come because I made the decision to be happy and here's the question do you want to be right or do you want to be happy I want to be happy and that's how you know to let go and once I started letting go, my manifestations became true. I got the car, my dream car that I wanted. Can you tell us the story of how you got your dream car and your dream house? How you magically manifested it? Well, it, it just happened in a crazy way. I didn't go to church. I didn't pray for it. I didn't do anything. I just had a picture of this dream car. I wanted a um, Mercedes truck. That's what I wanted. And I was driving just a little Ford Focus for like 10 years. It was paid for, but my dream car was this Mercedes. I kept telling Brianna, I told my mother, I'm not getting no car. I'm on a Mercedes and I'm not getting, no, nothing else. And then one day I was at work, happy, just happy forgot all about it. You just have to set it and forget it. You can't continuously set it and forget it. When I set it, uh, I had a picture. I visualized myself driving it and then I just let it go. And then, okay, moving on fast forward in my car, I was at work, it was parked. My car was totaled, okay, on the parking lot um, at work. And luckily it was one of the workers, not luckily for me, that totaled the car and it was paid for. But at the scene, I was so at peace 
um, when I came out and I saw that the car was totaled and I told the, the gentleman that totaled my car, you know what? I'm not angry. I release you. I forgive you because I know it was an accident. You know, any the old me would have cursed that man out up and downtown, around town, and then some. But no, since no, I'm, because I knew it was an accident. And I think at that moment, when you're in the heat of it, when you can learn to be calm and see the lesson in it, that is so important. And I believe that is why I got blessed with that car. And out of that, to make a long story short, I got the Mercedes. Yes. Had he not totaled my car, I would still be driving that 2008 Ford Focus, but now I'm driving a Mercedes. So at the scene, I released and let him go. Yes, a and lot of that times is that, forgive, yes. that is forgiveness. It is. A lot of times when bad things happen, I'll first right. say this is a curse, this is the devil. But no, God works in mysterious ways. The universe works in mysterious ways. I'm going to tell you the definition of a devil. A devil does not live in the ground. A devil is not with a red pitchfork. The devil are those thoughts in your mind that continuously tell you that you are not important. You cannot do. You are fat. Nobody loves you. That is the devil that you must defeat is the thoughts in your mind. And that is why we learn in church, but church leaves this out, that the God in you doesn't say those things. The God in you says nothing. And that's what I did at the scene of the crime. I did not curse that man out. I didn't do any of that because you always have to be in the mode of what would Jesus do? I love it. I love it. And if you could leave our viewers with anything, any final messages, what would you leave the viewers with? Look at the man or woman in the mirror. That is your only and biggest enemy. Mm. I love it, mom. Thank you so much for joining me today on the first episode. I'm not going to keep you too long, but I definitely would love for you to come back. Um, you're always invited. And I wanted to close out by um, reading you a poem that I wrote you for Mother's Day. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I express gratitude for you making me so bold and courageous, strong, resilient, and tenacious. You are unequivocally the epitome of beauty and it radiates from within. You are my forever best friend. I appreciate you for always giving me new information and I value you because you helped me master the art of persuasion. I respect you for everything that you ever did to make sure that I was straight. That's why when we talk, we can relate because I inherited your strength at this point is innate. And I know I was hating when you sent me to school with the nation and during those days in Arbor Station, but that's when I started that's when I first started debating. And now you're about to rule the nation with your identical creation. You taught me not to stress, but to manifest and I'll always be blessed. And if things don't work out, just keep your head up and stick out your chest. And things will always come together one way or another. Always know that I am so proud to call you my mother. I honor you 
I wouldn't replace you for the world. You wanted a boy, but God knew that you needed a baby girl. I marvel at your existence. You always listen. Being closer with you feels like I found a piece that was missing. You gave me the ambition to find my mission for our bloodline. You started that new tradition. You are the definition of the rose that grew from the concrete. And even when the world tries to knock you down, you always land on your feet. You inspire me to be what God designed me to be, to get in touch with the God inside of me, you know, really master my reality. It's admirable the way you lead by example of changing your health and believing in yourself. And thank you for always believing in me. And if you're proud, just know that I'm just being the person that you created me to be. That makes a mother feel so special. I thank you. Thank you. Thank All you. Right, Mom, I love you all. All right. Love, love you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.